Hello and welcome to the Construction Corner Podcast. I'm Dylan, I'm your host, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking project management. See, project management is so important and basically the crux and backbone of everything that we do within construction. And not just project management, but change order management. See, what other industries might be okay with is you know process and you go through it, right? There's steps one through 10 and it's pretty easy, you know, A to B to C to D, etc. Where in construction, it's not always that straightforward. It's usually A to B to C to back to A because something changed or we just ripped down the first three steps and we need to completely start over. And dealing with these changes, dealing with, in some cases, potentially large dollar amounts in timeframes, angry people, and so project management ends up being a much more difficult, often more stressful piece than I think in some other industries. Now, it's not saying other industries don't have their own unique challenges, but construction, I believe, has it's more stressful, harder than other industries. And if you can survive and make it in project management and construction, you are well set up to go just about anywhere. So without further ado, we're going to dive into the 40th Dell Tech Clarity Report on project management and what other firms are saying about project management across the industry. So firms need to continue to focus on developing project management maturity, project leaders, and leveraging feedback from clients. Project management is at the heart of what architecture and engineering firms do, but project management is far from perfect. Broadening the skills of project managers, implementing better project management technology, and improving the maturity of the project management process are all areas that need attention in A&E firms. I could not agree with that statement more. It is at the heart of everything that we do, and most project managers have not been trained very well on how to manage a project. There's a lot of different uh, techniques and strategies around project management. There's lean project management, which I don't think gets enough attention, especially in construction. There's the typical waterfall approach that we're used to, you know, A to B to C, and not A, review A, go to B, review B, maybe go back, do B again, right? That's lean and, you know, more review processes, shorter time frames versus A to B to C. Now let's look at A, B, and C, you know, that, that typically takes longer. So, we do need to train our project managers. I think people just get thrown into it. Hey, you've got a knack for this. Give it a shot. And that often uh, doesn't work out too well. All right, let's continue. The three leading project management areas of improvement this year are related to establishing more mature project management processes, providing project managers with training and clearly defined expectations, and assessing client satisfaction at key milestones of the project. All right, point here. We do not often uh, ever do client surveys, how are you doing, what can we do better, and firms that really excel at this are going to retain those clients longer term. So that, that definitely needs to be a part of the process and understanding uh, key milestones and happy, not happy. If they're not happy, then it's something you can address. If they're not happy and you don't know about it, you can't do anything about it because you don't know. So this is where information um, really helps you to make better decisions. All right, so not enough firms have a clearly defined project management process, project management office, PMO, or center of excellence, or formally trained project leads. This 
leads to firms losing future business in a competitive market and an increased risk of projects falling behind schedule. Less than half of all firms measured client satisfaction this year. And of the firms that did measure client satisfaction, the majority were still tracking client satisfaction irregularly. Notably, fewer firms than last year are prioritizing client satisfaction as a top priority and by not doing so are putting potential business with repeat clients at risk. The majority of all firms reported challenges with visibility into key project management areas, including schedule variants. The typical firm also had more than one-third of all projects behind schedule and more than one-quarter of projects over budget. The expectations of project leaders are at an all-time high, and standard processes are not in place as a mechanism of support for many firms. Project leaders continue to struggle with competing priorities, staff shortages, and trained, inexperienced project managers. The natural progression of designers to project managers within the industry is not always supplemented with formal project management training to ensure project managers have key have the right visibility, skill sets, or interest to successfully manage significant projects. So here's some key data from the survey. More than half of all firms have a high level of visibility on cost variance, where nearly two-thirds of all firms said that it had a low or moderate visibility into schedule variance and client satisfaction. Firms reported 29% of projects were over budget and 36% of projects were behind schedule. Nearly three-quarters of firms had less than 75% of project leaders with formal project management training, and only 48% of firms use a formal project management process for three-quarters or more of their projects. Overall, 20% of firms had a PMO or center of excellence. Only 46% of firms measured client satisfaction. The majority are still measuring client satisfaction client satisfaction irregularly compared to only 18% of firms that do so at key project milestones. All right, so what does this basically come down to? It comes down to piss poor management um, in all areas. It means that as people that are meant to stay on budget um, and on schedule, we can't do that for a third of the time. Um, There's no training whatsoever. People are just moved up into project management. And this happens for a few different reasons. One, they need a raise, and the way to do that is to put them as a project manager. Even though their skill set is not aligned with project management or leading people, or they've shown basically no leadership capabilities, that's just the next step in the process. Two, there's a real lack of acceptance to bring in people from outside of construction to manage projects. There are people that are great project managers that might not know the construction piece, but that's a heck of a lot easier to teach, I believe, than it is to find people that within your organization that are very technical and leader-driven to manage projects. It's better to have a person that is a leader, natural leader, and teach them you know, the construction process. That is a lot simpler to do than the other way around, to teach a very technical person who doesn't have those leadership skills or even an inkling within them to lead people. So if we can kind of shed the stigmatism of bringing in people from the outside of construction as project managers, this might benefit it. Again, having very specific people to manage projects, very specific people to do sales, very specific people to do the projects, you're going to be much more successful. I know this sounds like you're going to stack on where you can have one person do everything, uh, but really look at your firm and how the hell is that working for you, right? More than likely, it's not working too well. Your projects are over budget, they're behind schedule, and you're not winning enough work. So 
Let's have dedicated people to go and win work. Let's have dedicated people to manage projects and schedule and deal with clients. And let's have dedicated people to like actually do the work. It's like you would have in a factory, right? You have dedicated managers. You have dedicated production staff. You have dedicated salespeople. This should not be any different. So here's the big stats. 71% of projects are on or under budget. Um, so that seems to look good, but again, you look at the other way, 30% are not on budget or and 30% are over budget. So, and how far over are those 30% to, and do they basically counter the other side? I mean, ultimately you're doing 15% uh, net revenue for profit. So that's, you know, that could be significantly improved if your projects you know, came in under budget. 20% of firms have a project management office or center of excellence. That's basically really low. Um, showing you that the majority of firms uh, don't care about project management. And if you did have a center of excellence, you would more likely manage your projects better. Um, I know this is like hard. This is not something you want to hear, uh, but it is something that you need to hear. Again, these are just industry statistics. I'm not making this up. This is straight up from surveys uh, from some of the largest firms in the industry. So Again, if you're one of those people or in firms that have a project management office, you were above 80% of the firms. So if you don't have one, again, you can be <coughs> above 80% of the firms if you have a project management office. And then if you start measuring client satisfaction, <coughs> you'll be in the top half of all firms. That's pretty amazing. So just do that regularly. It doesn't take a lot of time. You do you fill create the survey once and then just apply it regularly. Not hard, and doesn't take a lot of time. All right, here's the top project management challenges. As in the previous year, firms this year ranked the top three project management challenges as competing priorities, staff shortages, and inexperienced project managers. These challenges are all centered on talent. Competing priorities continue to be the number one project management challenge. With staff turnover and staff shortages, project managers are expected to fulfill multiple roles such as business development and design in addition to project management responsibilities. Staff is stretched thin and many firms are forced to deliver with more with fewer people, putting top talent at risk for burnout. Compared to last year, there was a slight increase in the prevalence of inexperienced project managers as one of the top challenges in project management. There are fewer firms in which the majority of project managers have formal training. Oh man, this is near and dear to my heart. Um, in one of the firms that I worked in as a project manager, lead electrical engineer and somewhat electrical discipline lead three big titles that would typically take a lot of time to do um, it really led to burnout it led to very high frustration levels with um, management how things were handled and really just my time allocation um, to kind of juggle all of those dealing with clients dealing with design changes um, having to switch from a managerial leadership role to now a technical one. You know, if you go back and forth between client satisfaction and client interactions to technical figuring out how to put these designs together, design challenges, um, those are very different pieces. And to have that brain switching is not easy to do, um, as well as dealing with other challenges that might come up. This ultimately, I mean, it wasn't the primary reason. The primary reason was my relationship, but it did leave me, lead me to leaving that firm. Um, I probably would have left whether or not I uh, moved across the country for my now fiance, but 
Um, that's neither here nor there. So, and I've seen so many people that are in similar positions. They're project managers, they're designers, um, they're client liaisons, and these multiple priorities really lead to excessive work hours, high stress levels, and really end up having very little help from leadership or to bring in people. Um, they just figure that person can do it forever and continue to work 60 hour weeks without any consequences. So when that person then takes a vacation for a week, um, you know, people suffer. Uh, it's much easier to bring in, again, dedicated people to do these dedicated roles and shed that stigma of outside people um, coming in in the industry, whether that's business development, sales, let's call it what it is, um, and project management to come in and do that. So, all right, here are the top project management challenges. Competing priorities, we just went over that. Staff shortages, again, you're not hiring the right people for the right roles um, and not allowing yourself to hire from outside of the industry. Inexperienced project managers, again, no training. This is kind of a theme throughout everything for your salespeople, for your staff. Um, training is a problem and no one does it. Accountability, uh, yeah, no one's held accountable for anything. Being over budget doesn't really matter. It doesn't cost you anything. And so nobody cares. Accurate project costs and timeline forecasting, no one really does it. It's pretty minimal in looking at, I mean, maybe they have project costs once the project's done. Um, but timeline forecasting is really pretty poor. There's very little pipeline uh, views or, you know, when projects are going to be done and the overlap um, upon completion dates. So insufficient or poorly executed project management procedures. Again, we don't have those. Collaboration and communication. That's going to be a consistent problem. Managing project information, drawings, documents, emails. Technology can help you significantly in this area. There's a lot of um, tools that will help you to, you know, manage drawings, documents, emails, all that good stuff. Poorly defined scope. Um, that's self-explanatory. Schedule visibility, schedule maturity. Um, that I, I think goes into basically project uh, timeline forecasting and to be able to see that. Having the right software tools. That's really interesting. Um, what this is telling me is that not many people are investing correctly in technology where it could really help them and or they're not applying training, which we talked about above, in having the right tools. It might be the right tool, just don't know how to use it. So if you don't know how to use a hammer, you're going to think it's not the right tool for the job. Um, and then alignment with executive management um, being the bottom piece or least challenge in the industry. Project status visibility. The majority of firms identified a need for improvement and visibility of four key project performance metrics. Although cost variance had the highest level of visibility for project managers, only 58% of all firms had a high level of access to review cost variance, a 10% decline from last year. Firms should be well aware when the actual costs of their projects exceed expected budgets, but fewer firms are reporting this level of awareness this year. Similarly, nearly two-thirds of all firms stated that they had low or moderate visibility into schedule variance and client satisfaction. This means that the, at many firms are not adequately tracking project milestones versus actual dates to ensure that client expectations are met. In addition, many project managers do not have a good sense of whether clients are content with the project's performance. 
Both of these issues play a critical role in whether the firm continues to win future business with these clients. Consistent with last year, there was another substantial decrease from 45 to 35% in the percentage of firms reporting a high level of visibility in a client satisfaction. This is consistent with firms not having enough time to focus on their client relationships and to monitor metrics on their top clients. Overall, these visibility metrics have a meaningful impact on the key project management metrics. Firms with a high level of project status <clears throat> visibility reported more projects being on or in a budget. And those firms with a high level of visibility specifically into project-specific KPIs reported more projects being on or ahead of schedule. So project status visibility, they had high uh, visibility with cost variance, then project-specific KPIs, schedule variance, and then client satisfaction. So that's the, the lagging piece is client satisfaction. Again, it doesn't take that much time. You just need to do it. Projects on or under budget at 71%, a drop in 9% from last year. So 9% increase from last year or decrease from last year when one-fifth of projects were reported over budget. There was a decrease in the percentage of projects on or under budget this year by all firms, regardless of size or type. Drilling down to the project manager level, this begs the question whether those who are managing projects really have the information they need to keep budgets on track. Firms do not have the same visibility into their cost variance metrics as they did last year. When firms have issues with scope and experienced project managers or demanding clients, project budgets take a hit. Not closely monitoring project budgets versus actual costs throughout the project impacts the bottom line and speaks to a need for more mature project management discipline. Firms with at least half of projects that used a clearly defined project management process, at least half of project managers with formal project management training, or high level of project status visibility all had more projects on or under budget. And this really goes to cost management um, and change management. So if you have systems that are able to handle change management better, I mean, like our software, you're able to, let's say something went wrong with like ceilings and they all got wiped in the design process. You can now basically delete every light in the project, put them all back in within, you know, five minutes. Um, that's really how quick our solution can do it or to delete, you know, outlets out of every classroom or delete uh, switches or all your switches need to be changed. I mean, that's a simple select all in Revit and uh, change the type of that um, switch. So there's <clears throat> really handling change management in the design process will do that or scope uh, management, right? If uh, scope is clearly defined up front, it's easier to charge your clients for it later, right? When they do have significant changes, you can actually manage um, that cost and basically charge them for that specific cost. Projects on or ahead of schedule. Firms reported that 36% of all, <coughs> excuse me, Firms reported that 36% of projects were behind schedule. With more projects behind schedule and over budget, firms need to take a closer look at common themes across projects that are heading in the wrong direction and identify strategies to get projects back on track. Last year, high performers were more likely than others to have projects that were on or ahead of schedule. But this year, high performers experienced the most dramatic decrease in timely projects. Most firms, whether high performers or not, lack visibility into schedule variants. If firms do not have sufficient visibility, it is difficult to proactively manage projects and course correct as needed to keep internal teams on track with deadlines. Firms with more projects on or ahead of schedule were also more likely to have a higher percentage of projects that used a clearly defined project management process. The firms that excel at keeping projects on track also were more likely 
to have at least half project managers with formal project management training and a high level of project manager visibility into KPIs. Again, if you can manage stuff, what uh, what so the saying goes, what gets measured gets managed. So if you're measuring these things and everyone is aware of it, then it can easily be managed. So confidence in project reporting accuracy. When asked what their level of confidence is in their firm's ability to accurately report an overall project performance, 58% of firms felt confident in the accuracy of their project reporting, meaning that 42% of firms did not. This is a 3% decrease from last year. Similarly to last year, 33% of firms had moderate confidence and 9% had low levels of confidence. Inaccurate reporting of the project schedule appears to be contributing the most to this lower level of confidence and overall reporting accuracy. With only 40% of firms highly confident about accurately reporting schedules. In contrast, more than 94% of firms felt moderately to very confident that they were accurately reporting the cost, actual cost and budget of their projects. This suggests that there still is not enough visibility in project schedule variance and that project managers are not able to access the information they need to successfully manage their projects. Firms should look at what technology solutions are available to project managers and determine if PMs have the access they need to proactively manage projects and improve reporting accuracy. <clears throat> it's pretty straightforward. Uh, maturity of project management discipline. Project management maturity continues to be a key area that firms need to focus on to improve the health of their business. Ah, take a nice sip of coffee here. Majority of firms lack three of the key elements for establishing project management maturity. Clearly defined process, a PMO, or center of excellence, and formal project management training for project leaders. Firms appear to be picking and choosing what types of projects use a clearly defined project management process. Consistent with last year, only 48% of firms use a well-defined process for three quarters or more of their projects, whereas 15% use a formal project management process for less than one quarter of projects. This variation stresses that firms might be using the project management process strategically based on the size, complexity, or cost of the project, but they could be putting other key projects at risk. For some projects, firms may choose to forego a project management process if they are not the prime if the project is a quick turnaround or the project management process is too complex. In this case, some firms may need to create variations of the process to accommodate the different types and sizes of projects. Firms where at least half the projects use a clearly defined project management process have more projects on or under budget and or ahead of schedule. Overall, 20% of firms had a PMO or center of excellence, which is a slight increase from last year, although this still leaves ample room for improvement. Large firms were still more likely to have this department established compared to small and medium firms, likely due to the availability of more resource and sophisticated processes. Although similar to last year, engineering firms were slightly more likely than architecture firms to have a PMO or center of excellence. Additionally, 36% of firms have less than one quarter of project leaders with formal project management training. This signals a need for not only better procedures, but for more opportunities for project leaders to attend project management training. Firms where at least half of project leaders have formal project management training and more projects on or under budget, more projects on or ahead of schedule, and high levels of project visibility. At a higher level, firms with more project management maturity reported more projects on or under budget, demonstrating that more mature firms benefit from establishing a standard project management process. Again, if you want to be a big firm, if you want to play in the big boy league, you got to have some processes in place, and that starts with project management having detailed processes and how things should work. So having a project management office, um, center of excellence, it's going to help you improve your bottom line, <clears throat> how your projects flow, and it will make want more people want to work with you. That's really what it comes down to. Your projects are going to flow better. People hear about that. 
and people are going to want to come and work with you and for you because it's a smooth running operation. So it's in your best interest to, you know, make that happen. Internal project performance evaluations. This year, 51% of firms completed an internal project performance evaluations, a slight decline from the number of firms who completed evaluations last year. The firms that currently conduct these evaluations, a majority of firms conduct these for all projects, whereas 43% reserve them for strategic projects only. Across the firm size, large firms continue to com complete more internal evaluations this year than other firms, which may be due to the more sophisticated PMO offices, established processes, or additional resources. For firms that do not currently conduct these evaluations, 53% indicated they are not considering conducting them in the next year. However, 35% more high performers consider internal project evaluations this year compared to last year. Internal project evaluations do not have to be a burden, and their lack of utilization suggests firms continue to struggle in determining how to incrementally build quick and effective project evaluations in their project process. Firms that conduct internal evaluations are more likely to have a PMO or center of excellence. The firms that do not administer these evaluations are not doing enough to assess staff performance on projects or to determine the outcomes of a project, which could put future projects of the firm at risk. Basically, if you're tracking throughout the project, as we all know, it's going to be easier to do in small incremental steps than it is to do it all at once. So if you track these things throughout a project and then review at the end how your metrics are doing or along the way, it's going to be much easier than having to spend basically a week to do it, right? Small incremental steps, it's like telling your kid to pick up your room, right? If it's been neglected for three months, six months, it's going to be a lot bigger process than if you do small things daily. Project management key performance indicators. Compared to last year, there were subtle changes in the key KPIs tracked for project management. When asked whether their firm tracks a series of KPIs, most firms reported tracking profitability, net revenue, average collection period, and multipliers. In contrast, firms were least likely to track on-time delivery, schedule variance, and earned value management. Even though the least tracked KPIs stayed the same, even fewer firms tracked earned value management on-time delivery this year, showing a nearly 15% decline. This echoes a lack of visibility into schedule-related project KPIs seen in other areas that are critical for delivering successful projects. Oh, man, um, yeah, no one wants to track on-time delivery because everyone knows that everyone goes over budget and it will look bad on everyone. But again, if you don't track it, you don't manage it. So top to bottom KPIs, profitability, net revenue, average collection period, multipliers, billing rate, estimate to complete, effective billing rate, cost variance, estimate at complete, client satisfaction, on-time delivery, schedule variance, earned value management, and other, I don't know what that's going to necessarily be, but basically your accounting department does profitability, net revenue, average collection period, multipliers, average billing rate, like those are all done by your accounting department, effective billing rate done by your accounting department, cost variance, um, that would be done by project managers. So you can see basically anything that's done by a dedicated staff is getting tracked. Super easy, right? Dedicated accounting people track those numbers. Uh, estimate to complete, done by project managers. Cost variance, done by project managers, and it's lower on the scale. Estimate at complete, done by project managers, low on the scale. Client satisfaction, low on the scale. On-time delivery, very low on the scale. Schedule variance, even lower. Earned value management at the very bottom. So basically anything that your normal staff has to track, they're not doing it. Pretty simple. Dedicated people get really good metrics. Client satisfaction. 
Of the KPIs that firms were asked about tracking this year, client satisfaction is among those that helps project managers better understand project performance and the likelihood of winning the next project. Although most firms reported tracking client satisfaction last year, less than half of firms reported measuring client satisfaction this year, a stark decline. While those while these external evaluations can be perceived as a time-consuming exercise, technology can make gauging client satisfaction easier than ever. With 54% of firms not measuring client satisfaction, the potential burn, burden is superseding the value of knowing where a company stands from the client's perspective. Of the firms who measure client satisfaction, 53% of firms did so for strategic projects only. 41% measured client satisfaction for all projects, where 6% of firms did so for new clients only. As for how often client satisfaction was tracked, just 18% of firms measured client satisfaction at key project milestones. While more than half of all firms measured client satisfaction irregularly by conducting evaluations during the project at key milestones, firms have an opportunity to impact the project before it's complete, positively impacting overall client satisfaction and influencing the next opportunity with the client. If firms are struggling with where to start with measuring client satisfaction, it should begin with key project milestones, new clients or small projects, and progressively build up this standard practice. Again, uh, start small, go big. <clears throat> Aspects firms do well in project management. All right, here's some positive news. At, as firms evaluate the project management discipline and aim to deliver better projects, it is important that they take a holistic view of what they are doing well and how they could strive to do better. The top three areas that firms reported excelling in this year are managing client relationships, collaboration, and communication, and having qualified project managers. Firms identified inexperienced project managers as a challenge, but most firms have several exceptional project managers that are key assets to the firm's success. Another area firms believe they do well in is defined scope, which improved 10% as a fourth highest strength. Firms recognized for the third year in a row that schedule viability and schedule maturity is not one of the top things firms do well. So top things, manage client expectations at 60%, collaboration and communication at 45%, and qualified project managers at 33%. So, I mean, these aren't getting too well with well-defined scope behind at 31%. And then accurate forecasting, um, strong procedures, having the right software tools, alignment with executive management, you know, all being in the 20% range, and then schedule viability and maturity down at 10%. So basically no one says that they do that well. Um, having the right software tools. Software is definitely um, a piece that, more firms need to be utilizing, and that might take a dedicated person to vet these, um, as well as upper management looking for software solutions. Um, the more that I interact with firms, the more that I'm seeing it's in like the hands of a BIM manager, which not to say that's bad, but uh, executive management and leadership need to also be looking for solutions um, that can help the firm overall. So project management initiatives. The top initiatives are more clearly defined responsibilities, develop internal PM best practices, and improve project information management processes. So firms are still focused on initiatives that can improve the overall project management process through more clearly defined responsibilities and developing internal best practices. Firms are less focused on developing and tracking KPIs and project status this year and more concerned with improving project management process. So the first and second initiatives show that firms are focused on better defining a mature project management process to allow project managers to focus more on where the, what they do best, manage projects. Defining responsibilities meet the challenge of competing priorities well. Project managers know that what project managers know what is expected of them, they will be better equipped to prioritize tasks. Both developing project management best practices and improving 
information management processes will give inexperienced product managers the resources they need to do their jobs more effectively. Again, this comes down to training, um, investing more in, in process and training, um, and just hiring that qualified staff, you know, KPIs and tracking pieces, um, and then investing in better software tools is kind of towards the bottom. Uh, PMP certification is at the very bottom at 3%. Um, but if you develop your own internal process, it's going to be probably better than a PMP uh, certification or those people. Um, but again, it's people that are interested in project management. So here is the summary and clarity outlook. Firms need to stay, start taking the maturity of their project management discipline seriously. As more projects are falling behind schedule and going over budget, step one is empowering project managers with improved visibility into key project metrics so they can proactively manage and deliver more successful projects that align with both the firm's goals and clients' expectations. Happy clients are key to the future of a business, yet too many firms are not evaluating client satisfaction. Firms should focus this year on increasing visibility for project managers, standardizing formal project management processes, equipping their project leads with training and resources, and then holding them accountable for taking a pulse of their client satisfaction. In the end, how can your firm cultivate a culture where inexperienced project managers are turned into superstars on the front lines of managing their projects? Managing these challenges changes will not only deliver more profitable projects but a better experience for both clients and project team simultaneously improving the chances of winning additional work from repeating clients in the future and that's really the punchline if you have a great project management process you're going to attract better people which means they're going to perform better for your clients and your clients are going to hire you again so this is ultimately in your best interest and to your bottom line so that is this episode of the construction corner podcast thank you for joining me and until next time